the Hawk to Hawk podcast. I'm your host, Eden fritz Aguirre. In this podcast, I sit down with you, Heart alum, and see all of the amazing things that Hawks do once they spread their wings and work to better their community. And this Hawk is a good one. Today, we have the pleasure of meeting Jacolia Daniels. She graduated from the University of Hartford in 2005, where she received her Bachelor of Arts in Communication with a concentration in broadcast journalism. At UHart, she was involved with STN, Lambda Pi Eta Communication Honor Society, a founding member of the Delta Zeta sorority, and was a resident assistant. She has lots of experience between different volunteer experiences and working as a morning news anchor, a general assignment reporter, senior account executive, director of public relations, which has all led her to her current role as the Director of Communications and Marketing for Infinite Legacy. Welcome to the show. It's so great to be chatting with you today, Eden. Thanks for having me. Anytime. It is such a pleasure. So as I mentioned, you are currently working as a Director of Communications and Marketing for Infinite Legacy. Can you please tell us a bit about your role and how you got there? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be glad to. So I've worked at Infinite Legacy for almost five years now, and I joined the team after I relocated to the Washington, D.C. area from Boston. Uh, so while the job description piqued my interest right away, the initial reason um, for my move was for love. Um, and my now husband, Jeff, was he was living in D.C. as a federal government employee, so it made more sense for me to relocate than him. Um, and it was a risk, but it turns out it was well worth it personally and professionally. So at Infinite Legacy, I have the pleasure of leading a team of creative, smart, and strategic digital media and communications professionals. And together, we raise awareness about the critical need for everyone to register to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor so we can save lives. So we get the word out in a variety of ways, such as pitching compelling stories to the D.C. and Baltimore media, launching advertising campaigns, promoting our message on social media, and ensuring good usage of our brand by designing professional materials. Um, it's a great place to work because I wholeheartedly believe in our mission. At Infinite Legacy, we recover organs for patients and end-stage organ failure who desperately need a second chance at life. Wow, that is incredible. And that is just such a beautiful mission that Infinite Legacy has. For so, sure. Oh, absolutely. and. Getting to do my research on you is such a pleasure because I got to see that you have experience spanning from broadcast journalism all the way to the donation and transplantation industry. So what have you learned that has helped you throughout all of your different experiences? Yeah, so let's see. I began my career in the spotlight as a television news anchor and reporter covering important stories in Western New York. And then I worked for the American Red Cross, um, sharing a message that every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs blood. So we should all roll up our sleeves to donate blood and help patients in need. And then after that, I worked for a B2B tech PR firm, um, which was actually not a good fit for me. Maybe we'll get to that later if there's time. <laughs> And then I worked on college campus as director of public relations, sharing faculty and student accomplishments alike and responding to the media when there were crises on campus. And now, like I said, I promote organ donation because there are thousands of people in need of the gift of life. And I've stayed at Infinite Legacy for many years because they've empowered me and helped me grow in my career in ways I didn't think possible. So I started there as a manager of media relations, and now I'm a director leading my own team. 
What I have learned from all these experiences is that we all have our own secret weapons, if you will, in professional settings. It's one that helps us out in a pinch. So at the beginning of my career and sometimes now, my secret weapon is humor mixed with candor. I've been in many scenarios in my career that were intimidating because I was not the most powerful or smartest person in a room. So if I was being challenged or nervous or you know delivering a presentation or a little unclear on the objective of an assignment, I leaned in on my personality to get me through the moment. Now, not everyone's going to like you or jive with your particular work style, but when you allow your authenticity to shine through and show that you care and work hard, um, they will hopefully at least respect you. Another thing I've learned is no matter what job or industry you work in, we all have the opportunity to learn from each other regardless of our rank. So we all have the ability to connect with others, whether that's serving as a mentor or soaking up wisdom from someone who is much more experienced than you or learning a new perspective from a peer or frontline staff. You should do it and I do my best to have empathy for all and leave the organization in a better place than how I found it. You also must have integrity in the workplace and in life and work hard. Even if you don't get instant praise or recognition, there's great satisfaction in a job well done. And the last thing I would say, um, I do my best to advocate for those who may not have a seat at the table and hopes their voice and perspectives are heard. Now, in a perfect world, we would all be seated at the table, but if not, I'm happy to be their number one cheerleader and spokesperson. And I know this sounds cliche, Eden, but it costs nothing. <laughs> It costs nothing to be kind to others. And that is how I try to live my life professionally and personally. I love all of the advice that you just gave, but that last bit is just so incredibly important. I'm so glad that you shared all that. Thank you. So I'd love to talk a bit more about Infinite Legacy because I had heard a bit about them before this interview today, but getting to do my research, I got to learn about just how a much of an incredible nonprofit organ procurement organization that they are and just their beautiful mission. What do you love the most about working for Infinite Legacy? Yeah, so Infinite Legacy is the nonprofit organ procurement organization in the state of Maryland, Washington, D.C., and Northern Virginia, and we serve almost 10 million people. Um, what we do is facilitate organ, eye, and tissue donation, as well as educate the public about the critical need for organ donors. So what I love most about working at Infinite Legacy is I have the privilege to amplify the message that everyone should register as an organ donor because it's simply the right thing to do. In my opinion, it's a community responsibility, and you're probably asking why do I feel so strongly about this? Um, more than 100,000 people are waiting for a life-saving organ transplant right now. And wow. these people are, yeah, are someone's mother, father, sister, brother, spouse, child, friend. And without an organ transplant, these people will die. Um, and so could you imagine how you would feel if it was your mother or father or child? you would likely do anything in your power to save them. So why not save a stranger's life? So I encourage everyone to do some research, get the facts about donation and consider registering to be a donor. Um, another stat I'll throw at you real quick. Every nine minutes, another person is added to the national transplant waiting list and people again are dying because their gift is not donated in time. So please register. Um, also, I've had the honor to meet a lot of grateful transplant recipients and brave and courageous donor families whose loved ones have passed away. Um, and their compassion and hope is incredibly inspiring and beautiful. And I get to tell their stories. And that's why I love my job. 
That is so beautiful. And it really is so important to register. I am an organ donor and I also, as often as I can, donate blood to the American Red Cross because I have O negative. I got the good stuff. I'm O negative too. Fun fact. Yay. I'm O negative. And you know, I found out my blood type by donating blood. So if someone Me doesn't too. know their blood type, that's a great way to find out. And what's cool about being O negative um, is we're the universal donor. So Eden, be nice to Eden and I, because we could save any of your lives in a pinch. <laughs> that is so true. But it really is amazing. And I just love knowing that at some point in my life, I'm able to help others. And that is just such an incredible feeling. But for people who aren't registered and are sitting here listening, thinking, gee, I need to register right now. How can people register to be an organ donor? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that. It's simple. It takes less than a minute. Um, you can go to registerme.org and sign up with the National Registry. Or if you have the an iPhone, if you're an iPhone user, there is that health app, which is the heart that you can't delete from your home screen. It stays <laughs> with you forever. Um, you can register through the iPhone health app. Um, or next time you're doing any business at your local motor vehicle office, you can check yes on the box to be an organ donor. That is awesome. Thank you so much for hearing. And if you're listening, please, please, please register. You can change somebody's life completely. So now that we've talked about that, we're going to completely change gears here. We are going to step back because now we're looking at your current position. We're going to jump back to your time at the University of Hartford. So these next few questions are sponsored by our wonderful friends over in the Office of Career and Professional Development. And I think you're gonna have a great answer for this one, but were there any events, resources, clubs, or classes that you took part in at UHART that played a particular role in your eventual career? 110%. So I took every communications class that involved TV or journalism. And one professor that had a profound impact on me was Jane Delal. She was actually an adjunct professor. And that's a great thing about University of Hartford is they allow the adjunct professors with real life experience to come on and teach students. So she, Jane is a former producer for CBS News and 48 Hours, I believe. And I sat in the front row of her class and I absorbed all of her lessons like a sponge. Um, so Jane, if you're listening, shout out to you. But I honestly also have to talk about STN2. So for those who don't know what STN2 is, it is an on-campus club and it is the student television network. So I am the professional I, I am today in large part because of STN2. Um, so a few highlights of the stories I covered as a student journalist with SDN2 were the execution of convicted serial killer Michael Ross. My photographers and I attended a press conference at the jail the night he was executed. Um, so that was wild as a college student, a little freaky too, but I wanted to be there and it was great that they allowed uh, student media to come to the Correctional Institute that night. There was lots of protesters that were anti-death penalty. And of course, I think three years after this time, Connecticut was no longer um, a death penalty state. Um, another story was a group from Westboro Baptist Church showed up to campus to protest our LGBTQ plus student club. And our students decided to gather and have a counter peaceful protest. And I was allowed to cross the street with my photographer and interview the folks from Westboro and ask them directly, you know, why they were protesting our institution. So both of those stories were on my resume tape, um, which helped me land my first TV job in Elmira, New York. One month after graduating from UHART, I was on air um, living my dream. So 
I could go on about the opportunities STN afforded me. Um, as students, we covered the 2004 New Hampshire presidential primary. I always forget about this. And I rode on the press bus for Wes Clark, and he was a Democratic candidate for president at the time. Now, while Clark drops out of the race shortly after, the coolest thing about that assignment is Ted Danson from the show Cheers was endorsing Clark, and he was actually riding on the same bus. Um, oh, no way. Yes, with his wife, who I think is even more fancy or famous than him these days, but she's also an actor. But, you know, I'm Boston obsessed. And so it was so awesome to meet him. And that was really cool. He didn't have much to say. He wasn't really talkative, but it was good to see to see and meet Ted. <laughs> um, and after covering those primaries, the STN2 crew, because we had, you know, there was a crew covering the John Kerry race. And we were all, you know, matched up with different um, politicians running. So we stopped by my childhood home in New Hampshire and we got to have some rest and have dinner with my parents, which was so cool. Um, and all of these experiences really allowed me to pursue a successful career as a TV journalist. And even though I'm no longer in TV, um, the skills, the writing, the deadline pressure, all of that helped me in my PR career today. And I just would like to give a shout out to being a resident assistant and RA on campus. Um, it was an incredible experience for me. I was an RA for three years, so in C Complex, Regents Park, and the Villages. And it was not always an easy job. You know, as student leaders, we were in a fishbowl, and um, that's tough. But that experience taught me just how to practice good judgment and make tough decisions when conflicts of interest do arise, and as they do. <laughs> Definitely. Well, it was really interesting to get to hear how all of these different experiences that you had at UHeart really got to help you out in your career. That is just so incredible. And yeah, definitely a big shout out to STN. I am a teaching intern for the School of Communication. Most of my kids were also within STN. And I mean, just the experience that they got from that is just so incredible. So just such a great on-campus club that really gives such great experience. And all the experiences you mentioned are super, super cool. Well, and recently, um, STN celebrated its 30th anniversary as an organization. So yeah, um, that's we won't do that math because I was not a founder of STN. Um, <laughs> but it was such an important, an important moment in April we celebrated. So I grabbed my husband, grabbed my two-year-old, threw them in the Jeep, drove up from Washington, D.C. to Hartford to be back on campus and celebrate um, this momentous occasion and get to kind of hang with alumni and friends I hadn't seen in a while, but then also meet the current students of STN2. And they're all just so, so cool, so passionate. And so yay, 30 years strong with Student Club. And we are, we are proud. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. So how have your goals and expectations for your career changed since you were in college? Is there anything you wish you would have known when you were a student? So when I stepped onto campus in the fall of 2001, I was convinced I was going to be the next Diane Sawyer. Um, I was incredibly serious about my future career plans, and I wasn't going to be satisfied until I was an anchor at Good Morning America someday. Uh, in reality, though, working in the TV industry is not the fantasy job I had dreamed up in my head, and the pressure and stress I had on my shoulders in my early 20s was just too much for me. So I did it for five years, and at the age of 26, I chose to trade in my news microphone and pursue a public relations career instead. So my first PR job was with the American Red Cross, and you talk about a meaningful organization who is doing such important work in the community. Um, 
I have since learned just how fulfilling working as a messenger for a nonprofit organization with a life-saving mission can be. So I'm still a storyteller though. You know, I get to tell stories of people who've received a second chance at life because of a hero who left behind a legacy. So I still use the skills I learned as a reporter and at the University of Hartford, I'm still a writer. So whether it's a social media post, a blog, a commercial script, a news release or talking points, I write every single day. And it's my honor to tell heartwarming stories in hopes they inspire others to take action um, and register to be an organ donor. So this is my last big question for you. And you've been sprinkling in great advice throughout this entire interview. But last but not least, do you have any advice for students nearing graduation that aren't sure they want to pursue a career in their major? Yeah, that's an interesting one. So if I could do college over, I would probably not take myself so seriously. Um, and what I mean by that is I was so intense about my future career that I didn't always take time to enjoy and live in the moment. And so while it's great to come in knowing what you want to do and major in and having that security in, things change. And so while I did end up being on TV for five years, and I can always say I accomplished that dream, I changed career paths in my 20s. And so I think a student who doesn't know what major or direction they want to go in is just as strategic and thoughtful as those of us who did know. And so the advice I would give is take your time to take different courses and explore different academic experiences, student clubs. Um, what's really cool about STN too, especially nowadays, is that a lot of the students are not comms majors and don't want careers in TV, but they participate because they get to kind of express their creative artistic side. Um, and so, you know, my favorite quote, and this, I'm a little bit of a sap, uh, those close to me will tell you, but my favorite quote is what is for you will not pass you. And that is true in all aspects of my life. You know, if something is meant for you, you will find it. And, and having that peace of mind, it's not easy, but it's a, it's a beautiful way to look at things. Um, you know, and I would also say in college and when you start your career, don't be afraid to fail. I was working as a senior account executive at a B2B tech firm in Boston. And as much as I tried, I did not understand the technical content and realized it was not a good fit for me. So after eight months on the job, I left the company without a plan B lined up. And I remember being frustrated and embarrassed and I felt like a failure, but it wasn't because of a lack of effort. I tried something new and it didn't work out. And so that summer when I was unemployed, I interviewed and was a finalist with some of the most amazing organizations, places like Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and the Massachusetts Department of Public Health. And in the end, I landed my job at Curry College as a director of public relations just outside Boston. And that job was one of the most wonderful roles for me ever. I only left the job to come here now in DC with my husband and work at Infinite Legacy. But almost every successful person has a failure story. So just remember that, like Oprah has the best failure story ever. So if you're not gonna take my word for it, take Oprah's word for it. <laughs> That's great, I love it. That was such a great ending too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it has been so great chatting with you. And for listeners who just can't get enough of you, where can they learn more about you and the work that you do? Well, again, if you're interested in learning more about organ donation or registering to be a donor, please visit registerme.org. Um, as for me, I'm on LinkedIn as Jacolia Daniels, and my Twitter handle is also Jacolia Daniels. Um, before we go, though, I wanted to shout out two ladies in my life that are connected to UHeart. Um, the first is my sister, Jackie Ellis. She graduated in 2006, and she has been teaching pre-K and kindergarten at a school in Florida for 17 years now. Sorry I outed you with your age, Jackie, but... 
I'm so proud of her. And also our cousin, Dr. Rachel Walker, is an assistant professor at UHeart, um, where she teaches her students about race, gender, and science in early America. And she recently authored her book, Beauty and the Brain. And so I love you ladies so much. Go UHeart. Thank you for tuning in to the Hawk to Hawk podcast. You can find us on all podcast streaming platforms and on the University of Hartford's website. For Jacolia Daniels, I'm Eden for Deguire. We'll see you next time.